already running. Um, hi, everybody. Julian here with the Resilient Entrepreneur episode eight from beautiful Seminyak, Bali. That is very rare for me. That's like for me, like a day trip. I never make it this far. It's only about like oh, five to ten those. minutes. I'm you're one, one of, of these those. people now. I'm not. I'm the same. Yes. Like I used to be in Seminyak, right? Then I moved to Changu and I, I come back like once a month. Yeah. Well, we just opened a studio, so yeah. you'll be seeing me down that way. Fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be right in our neighborhood. I'm here with the amazing Eva Scolaro. Hello. And uh, who's not from Bali. She's like the, uh, what would you call yourself? The Empress of Music. I'll take of Bali. it. <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's a very nice title. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, you could say that. So singing and entertainment, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have your own talent agency? So we have a talent agency um, with 90% of our talent being Indonesian. Okay. Um, and the other 10% have uh, visas, entertainment visas. Yeah. And this is the amazing part. And this is why I really wanted to talk to her. Because you initially you're a singer, right? And that's right. Like, that's like your your bad bread and butter work and what you love to do. Yeah. But you turn that into a business that goes far beyond singing at this point, doing so many other things. How did that start? It. What drove you to do that? Well, um, I suppose for me, when I moved here, I couldn't do the same job that I was always doing, which mm-hmm. was um, a private banker, and then I was in accounting in yeah. Melbourne. But I've always been in entertainment. I've been a singer since I was very small, since I was about three. And when I moved to Bali, it was evident that being a private banker or in accounting was not going to be available. So I decided to do what I love and see how it went, although I didn't value it as a job. So I would literally sing for pasta and wine, Mm -hmm. as all good Italians would. I've done that for years, actually. Yeah. Yes. And from there, um, people offered me um, jobs for weddings. Um, they offered me to perform in their restaurants, at their events. Mm-hmm. And it, it really grew, um, grew very organically. So from there, I started to get busy with my band. People would say, do you have another band? And then eventually somebody turned around to me and said, you've got like 20 bands in your phone. Yeah. Nobody has that. You're actually an agent. You don't even know. Okay. So from there, we built the website, which is hence why the website is still evascalaro.com. Which is great. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We talk a lot about personal brand, and this is a great example about this, right? Yeah. It's all under your name, and, like, everybody feels that they're working with you directly. Yeah. Even if they book from your agency. So exactly. So I think that's very important these days. So that, that happened. So the agency then went up to having about 200 artists on the books. Okay. And we've recently decided to restructure this year where we have exclusive artists that work only with the agency mm-hmm. and to give um, – to give our clients and our vendors the best possible talent on the island at yeah. any given time. So that's what we're doing. It's, it's amazing. What, what I love about it, if you follow Eva, it's Eva Scolaro also on Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, all the same. It's all the same. It's super easy to be found. And uh, if you follow her, it's really amazing because she brings so much passion and, uh, yes, commitment to what you do. But like every single day. It's not like, you know, there's a Monday and she's super committed. She wakes up, does something. You do this seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Yes. You're present, you're active, you're out there. How do you keep that up? Story. How do you keep that up energy-wise? <laughs> I really love it. I think yeah. that's the key. I think if you love it, then everything else just follows. You don't have to try hard if you love something. But it's amazing. It's, you, you look amazing every day. You still get to go to the gym. You run your agency. How, how do you keep fit? How do you stay motivated uh, in the middle of this? I think it's um, you have to prioritize your day. I always write a list. I mean, I'm not 
if I don't have a list, I get lost in translation because there's a million things to do. There will always be a million things to do yeah. and there will always be 50 things that you don't get done in one day, but you just have to keep rolling that list over to the next day and know that it's not possible to complete your entire dream in one day. So if you can keep keep the list fresh and be dedicated to it. So if you miss it, don't hate yourself that you missed a couple of items. Like, you know, example, this morning I didn't go to the gym. Don't tell anyone. No. So it's probably all over Instagram. Oh, like five minutes. <laughs> so, you know, some because I just flew in yesterday. I woke up this yeah. morning. The alarm went off. I made my coffee. I was ready to go. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, my God, you look like shit. You know, and you do need to um, be your own friend as well. So also say, you know what, today I'm really tired. Yeah. Today's not the day. But don't use that as an excuse. There's a difference between being your friend and then using it as your escape. Yeah. So you allow yourself like a day in between to yeah. maybe give yourself a break, but then tomorrow you're probably going to yeah. be back. Just be honest with yourself. Like if you're really tired, don't go because you're going to push yourself and then you'll probably be yeah. too tired to do anything the next day. Or, you know, you might get run down or get the flu or yeah. whatever. Who else is there around you that kind of pushes you every single day, that makes sure you stick to your schedule, that you know, you really perform up to your best. Are you doing this by yourself or you got a team around you that helps So you? for me, it's the people that I employ, this girl over mm -hmm. here, <laughs> one of them, is um, is the people that I've, I've chosen to be a part of my team. Our team is really small, but I'm very dedicated to them because um, I admire how hard they work. Yeah. And I admire how much passion they put into their job, how honest they are with me. Um, I encourage them to really, even just now, we just had a quick conversation. I was like, why is this happening? Just tell me why. Just be confident and honest. And if I've sent them something, because I've got a million things going on, I might have sent the wrong word in for an yeah. advertisement or something like that. If it looks wrong, tell me it's wrong. I'm mm -hmm. not that boss that's like, cannot be told. Yeah. Like, tell me we're a team and sometimes things get overlooked by one another and it's good mm -hmm. to be honest and straightforward. Mm -hmm. Um Assertive, I think. Assertive. Yeah, Assertive. That's, 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 Just say it. It's exactly. like that looks wrong. Uh -huh. And someone has to go, yeah, it does. Exactly, it does. Because yeah. you said so. No offense taken. <laughs> no, I'm saying they right tell me. You're right wrong. I mean, that's just, that's just how it I'm goes. I'm saying that they tell me. I totally get it. I really get it. Um, so you say you get up every single morning, like you're somewhere in the world, you're singing, you're getting ready. Yes. What is the first thing you do when you get up? First thing I do when I get up is... Um, I turn on music, but I don't look at the phone okay. or I try not to do that. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of impossible to do both, but I, I just turn on some music depending on what I'm trying to do. If I need to get super motivated, it's normally like a really upbeat kind of gym set or something like that. If it's, I need to chill out and stay calm, it's yeah. more of a, um, I like to listen to um, Spotify. There's a playlist called Chill as Fuck. It's really good. <laughs> um Depending on my mood, what I need to do, have a shower, get ready, have a coffee, then check my phone. Okay. Because the phone explodes. My phone explodes. And then the madness starts. Right? It's just out. If I look at my phone and start, mm -hmm. I, I don't get an opportunity to put the phone back down because yeah. they're replying instantly and I need to reply. So you're still very mm -hmm. hands-on. Um, and, I mean, I saw you the first time, I think, three years ago, something mm -hmm. like that, which maybe is just my impression, but... You did a lot less three years ago than you're doing right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's really exploded into this beautiful monster, which I love. Um, and even now it's gone further than that and it's gone full circle. So it's 
um, my myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. Then it's expanded to the talent agency, which is my. Um, I was so grateful to be able to promote other artists through Indonesia, which was amazing. Then it's gone from that into teaching kids singing and dancing through my talent school, um, which we call Eva Scalera Talent Studio, um, which will be launching hopefully in two weeks. I'm going there this afternoon to just check on the install. And so there's like an 80 square meter studio, white wood floors, mirrors, air conditioning, um, some of the best um, workshop coaches uh, in Indonesia, yeah. and I'm adamant to be using only the best teachers throughout Indonesia. So even if they're in Java, yeah. bringing them over fantastic, and getting them to be based here for us. So what do you think, how big do you want this to go? Where do you think for yourself, I want to go this big, but afterwards I'm losing the fun, I'm doing something I don't want to do anymore. I've been through this experience myself yeah. that my company got bigger and bigger and at some point I never got to do the things anymore that I love to sing. Yeah. You know, okay. I love to do actually the Freudian slip because I love to sing. I spent eight years on the road as a professional singer. Yeah. So um, you would totally relate. I totally, that's why I really want yeah. to talk to you because, um, you know, I got into clean technology because I wanted to make a difference, right? Yeah. I wanted to do something meaningful. And then the company grew so fast that I actually for 10 years ended up doing something that I hated, hated. which was investment mm-hmm. banking, which I got out of yeah. to begin with. Horrible. Right? So at some point, the company, <laughs> I really like banking. so big. It's taught me yeah. a lot to run this company, but yeah. it's not something I want to do every day. <laughs> so how big do you want to go? Um, what, what is your vision? Where do you, where do you see yourself in um, years? So the vision for me is that... Um, the talent agency will be run with my super team that's mm-hmm. taking care of it at the moment. To be honest, if I had to ask uh, Rika, who's our senior booking manager, what jobs are going on, um, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> I just do what happens on Monday morning and whatever the team tell me what's happening, unless the job is specific for me to perform. Yeah. Um, I really only I really only am hands-on with that part of the business now when there's a problem. Okay which is important to me to maintain the reputation of me. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. super high. I'm my husband and my family tell me we don't whatever we say to you doesn't matter because what I tell myself is so much worse. Yeah. I'm a really hard on myself and my own worst critic. Um and I think that also gives me the courage to push boundaries mm-hmm. that other people might not. So you're going to stick with the singing part. I'm sing- still yeah, part, I'm right? going to stick with the singing. Yeah. But the other elements of the business, um, I'm se- like at the moment, is setting up really. Yeah. So as we try to get the flow of things, it's going to be a little bit, um, if you would say, not tedious for me, but time consuming, mm-hmm. as in taking me away from my time from uh, doing what I love the most, yeah. which is recording. It's recording. Okay. Mm. Because yeah. I'm sometimes surprised, like when I see on Instagram, I say, I never go to Seminyak, so I can't come. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're still doing, and not just the big gigs, you're the big hotel gigs, yeah. so you also still do the little clubs and the little places yeah. in Seminyak. It's funny you say this tomorrow night, we have a gig at uh, Kila Kitchen on okay, Chilandra yes, Patty. Very cute little come, place, exactly. Come. come by. Um, so, yeah, it's a cute little place. I like to still remain, um, you know, have some kind of presence in my local hood. It's mm-hmm. always good. I actually stopped singing in my local neighborhood for, like in Seminyak, for uh, maybe four or five months. And okay. people were like, oh, my God, you I still know, it sing. disappeared. 
do you still sing? Yeah. I was like, yes, I still yes. sing. What you else? Know, what you else? Also, I remember you used to have a bar. You used to be involved with a bar. That's yeah. Still around. So we had a jazz bar. Uh-huh. Um, so that the club is still there. I'm no longer a part owner of that. Um, having hosp- hospitality is not my forte is what I learned. <laughs> I was very good at it. Yeah. I was good at getting the people in there. Uh, and uh, running the facility and all that kind of thing, but it is so time-consuming, yes, yes. and there there are elements of that business that are just not for me. Yeah, I like, mean, I ran a restaurant in New York for eight years while I was singing, and uh, you know, we were out too late, drank too much, talked too much. All my voice was things. trashed the following day. Yeah, you know, all I tried to do he is knows, like get my my true. voice to to recover. Sometimes took like three naps a day just to kind of get my vocal yeah. cords get get the swelling down. Because you would talk so much, and he said it's incredibly yeah. time-consuming. It's and if so you add up all the hours. It's it's always yeah. the question of it's really worth it. And then just things like stock and food. I'm like, ew, what is that? No, yes. I'm all about the show. You know, show me the lighting and yeah. the stage and the sound system. Yeah, no, it's it's that. amazing. And uh, when you just just what you said before, so you came from accounting, banking. Yes, and then decided to go to Bali, a place where like, you know, they have plenty of starving artists, to put yeah. it quite mildly. Yeah. You know, they usually pay very poorly, especially when they're local artists. Yeah. I know because I have a band, right? So maybe we pay them very poorly. Um, were you afraid of making that switch? So I was forced by the universe. Thank you, universe. I was working as an accountant on Collins Street in Melbourne and it was when the GFC happened, the global financial crisis, Mm -hmm. and I was made redundant because I was the accountant in the office that didn't have a degree. I was doing the books for the... For the office, not okay. for clients. Yeah. Had to be specific there. For the for the office only, not for clients. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, because of that, I was made redundant first. And that week that I was made redundant, my now husband texted me on Facebook and said, hey, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> Do you want to come to Bali? And I was like, mm, I've never been to Bali. You knew him before he texted you? Yeah, yeah. Or it was just yeah. a creepy text? Okay. No, it wasn't a creepy okay, text. I, mean, I knew just, him just... before. What's he like? <laughs> So I knew him before and uh, he said, would I like to come to Bali? And I said, sure. The following weekend was my birthday. It was yeah. 2000, October 2012. I think I arrived on the 11th. And I was offline from my family for three days, which is very bizarre because we talk every single day. So my parents had no idea where I was. And the rest is history. Seven yeah. years later, here I am. Okay. Yeah. So it was more like a transition. You didn't just say like, you know, when I lived in New York, there's so many people that work like in an office. And yeah. Like, I'm going to be an artist now, right? Yeah. Well, cut their I income su- and they get super dirt poor. And yeah. Then they- well, I suppose the message is um, you, you have to do the, the cut and dry. Do yeah. it. Just if you really want something, go for it. Yeah. And what I find amazing about you is that what you show with it is just, you know, it's as being an artist myself initially, it's like there is business in doing arts. Yes. And especially with what I learned when running my very first company was that uh, when I ran, you know, a nightclub that was doing music in New York City, we did what we loved to do, right? And that actually turned out to be incredibly successful. Yeah. We actually made a lot of money doing it, we got famous doing it, and all we did, we did every single day what we would have done anyway, if we could have done anything, right? Without limitations, we just did every single day what we loved doing, which was making, you know, having great food, great wine, Great friendship, great music. So the things that still drive me today. Yeah, I think there's two two really important things to note is that 
Um, if you want to set up any business to be successful, it has to have a professional element. Hence why I dress like this. This is not what I would perceive an artist yeah. to dress like. Yeah. But I do both. You have to be like multifaceted. Yeah. You need to do many different things. And then um, the other part of it was the other the other thing to note is that you will work harder than you ever have in your entire life and yeah. you will sleep the least in your whole life. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to work an eight-hour day at a bank and I'd be like, oh, yeah, nine to five, done. Yeah. This is like six till 10.30, six in the morning until two in the morning sometimes. Like things are not as uh, gracious and glamorous as they seem. I think it appears like that because you're so in love with what you're doing. Yes. That people are like, how can you look so happy and refreshed and all these kinds of things? It's because you've actually, you have a deep set belief about what you're doing. Yeah. So whatever it is, whether it's banking or art or sport, whatever, if you, um, if that's what you're doing, then do that. Yes. And the rest will just be like. It's something we talk quite yeah. a lot of is that uh, I find lacking many times now when I work with a lot of young entrepreneurs is that you really have to be committed to what you're doing. Right? Mm. It's so easy these days. You get distracted every 30 seconds with a new Instagram post and go from, I want to do this. I want to do travel blog. I want to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very important to stay focused and keep your vision alive and, mm. and know what you love doing. Mm. And um, I think that's pretty much the only way to kind of sustain this as long as you're yeah. doing it. And you're not done. I mean, it's also kind of a job where, I mean, to be honest, it's very difficult maybe at some point. Everything's under your name. Yeah. So if you ever want to exit and say, now I want to retire yeah. on a beautiful island like Bali, for example, yeah. that's difficult with a business like this. So you're yeah. kind of set up to keep doing this for yeah. as long as you need to make a living, right? Yeah. Somebody said that to me. They're like, it's um, kind of dangerous that it's all in your name. But I was like, mm, that sounds like my style. Danger is me. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it means that the business is going to be literally being based on your health and, and on your enthusiasm and, and your power to keep this thing yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. Having right. to balance that sometimes is difficult. I mean, um, Rico is always on the road with me when I travel and we did, I think, five days on the road through Java, um, all different shows back to back. And it's the one thing that you need to manage the most is um, your rest. Yes. Rest and diet and protect your sleep. Protect your sleep and your schedule needs to be tight, not because you're regimented but if you don't you'll miss prime opportunity to rest and then you'll miss out on the key thing you're there for mm -hmm. you just came back from spain somewhere mallorca something like yeah that? i did it went to mallorca for two weeks uh -huh. to record my album which was great okay when is it going to come out um so the guys the producers just called me yesterday okay they told me that we should have three tracks by the end of this week okay um they will be signed, the album will be signed hopefully this summer. Okay. If not this summer, because things take time, um, will be next summer. And looking forward to a tour of Ibiza oh, fantastic. for the summer. What, what can go wrong? I'm so <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. so we've got so, some. Are we going to hear a track from the upfront uh, at some point in the near future or um, it's all going to come out? So what has to happen is it's all going to come out in yeah. one go. Cause I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a studio track of you. Oh, uh, really? I'll send you one. I'll yeah. send you one. Yeah, we released a house, um, vocal house track a few years ago. Okay. And it went really well and hence why this album was commissioned to, to me to do it again. Yeah. We were only going to do two songs, but um, 
It was really great when the when the studio rings and they're like, "We need an album." I was like, oh, "Okay, fantastic! I can do Could that." Could be so much work. Yeah, amazing. We're looking forward to that. Check it out. Um, Eva Scolaro on Instagram. Eva Always the same thing. Super easy to be found. If you're in Bali, um, you also have an event scheduled probably on your website somewhere where you're performing. Yeah. Or, Go right. check it out. You'll see where I'm Reach out be. because she's literally somewhere um, every single night, almost in Bali, doing something. Yeah. If not herself, one of her amazing talent that she managed. Yeah. And I just want to thank you for your time. Thank and for you. Your it's been great. I was and really nervous, but that was good. <laughs> this was excellent. We're looking forward to the album. Cool. Right. Thank, thank you, you Julian. So much. Bye.